0: The Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked on Blackhawks. Today is Friday, October 9th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Tuning in for the 225th episode of Locked on Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. So please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in on your Friday afternoon. We got a ton to discuss today regarding the Blackhawks' situation with their RFAs, the buyout window closed yesterday, the NHL draft was two days ago, so much is going on right now, it's kind of nuts, but... I have to start the show by mentioning some tough news we received yesterday, which was General Manager Stan Bowman announcing that two-time Stanley Cup champion goaltender Corey Crawford will not be back for the 2020-2021 season with the Chicago Blackhawks. After spending the last 10 years as their starter, the last 17 in the organization, Crazy to think about. He was a second-round pick all the way back in 2002, and I seriously I seriously can't believe it's over. Truly the end of an era in Chicago. This was a tough one for me. I've always been a defender of Corey Crawford. I don't know how some people thought he wasn't a standout goalie for us the last 10 years, especially in the postseason. In my opinion, he should have won the Conn Smythe in 2013 when we beat the Bruins, but Things went a little bit of a different way in the final. They were kind of picking his glove apart. I think that cost him the award. Regardless, I don't think we win that year without Crow and that. And then in 2015, overcoming all the adversity, getting pulled in favor of Scotty Darling in the first round. Then he comes back in, balls out against Anaheim and Tampa Bay, posted a shutout in Game 6 to seal the deal at home a legend in my book. I'll never forget Corey Crawford, my goaltender for the Blackhawks growing up. and It was really awesome to watch him progress through his time here in Chicago. Honestly, he came out of nowhere. He he was a backup in, in Rockford, drafted in 2003, and he didn't become the guy until 2010-2011, and it wasn't even his job. He just won it over Marty Turco, and took the reins and ran with it. And it was fun to watch him, watch him grow throughout his time here. I remember in 2012 against the, the Phoenix Coyotes at the time before they were the Arizona Coyotes. That was a really bad, really bad post for him. That was a really bad series. And a lot of people got, got on his back. He was not very good. And, that was also after losing in the first round against the Canucks the year before. So back-to-back first round exits after winning the Stanley Cup in 2010. And then in 2013, Crawford pulls himself together and, and leads the Blackhawks, along with Ray Emery, rest in peace razor. They go on to be one of the deadliest tandems the NHL has ever seen, winning the Williams Jennings William uh the William Jennings Trophy, excuse me, for the fewest goals allowed combined. The Hawks go on a run no one has ever seen before to start the lockout-shortened season, and they cap it off by winning the Stanley Cup. And Crawford became a staple of that team's success after that 2013 season. I know people will always talk about Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, Duncan Keith. Probably Brent Seabrook and Marian Hosa get brought up before he does, but Corey Crawford should be right in that conversation. I really think really think Blackhawks fans took him for granted here in Chicago, and I think they're going to find that out the hard way because after Bowman announced that the team will not be bringing back Crow for next season, he also made it sound like the Hawks will be moving forward with their young guys in that, which means Colin Delia and Kevin Lankinen. The two goalies for the Rockford IceHogs last season both will get their shot to be the number one netminder for the Chicago Blackhawks for next season. Bowman also added that the team wants to bring back Malcolm Subban for whatever reason, even though they didn't tender him a qualifying offer. So, at the moment, it appears the Blackhawks are going into rebuild mode. Crawford is out, Delia Lankanen and Subban are in, And it doesn't sound like the Hawks are going to be hitting the market for a number one goaltender this afternoon when the free agent window begins after all. That's a big surprise to me, but honestly, it might not be the worst decision in the world. We've kind of been stuck in this weird limbo period the past couple of seasons where we know or at least the front office and the team should know, we're not good enough to win the Stanley Cup, but we also don't want to be the bottom feeders of the league wasting away Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze while I still have some good hockey left in them. and It's put us in a really tough spot, but I think the decision to let Crawford go gives us cap space for the first time in seemingly ever. And also... Bowman made it sound like there could be some more pieces on the move in the coming days to let some of the young guys play and also free up more camp space. Brandon Sod has been talked about. The Boston Bruins and Colorado Avalanche both have shown interest in Sod. Not a surprise. I've talked on the show in the past before, uh how a team like the Bruins could be interested because they need another second-line scoring winger, and Saad is on the last year of his current deal. That could be a good rental for either of those two Stanley Cup contenders. We also could see a veteran defenseman be moved, like Calvin DeHaan or Connor Murphy. I hope that doesn't happen, but from the sounds of things, we're going to give our young guys an opportunity to play, and That could make one of those two guys expendable. Wyatt Kalanick, Ian Mitchell, Lucas Carlson, and a couple other guys, they'll all be pushing for an opening night roster spot out of training camp. So if Stan and the Blackhawks are really committed to the youth movement like it sounds like they are, then that certainly is going to be an option for the 2020-2021 season as well. So yes, the Blackhawks have seemingly committed to a rebuild. Finally, Corey Crawford... Will not be back for next season. I, also, I still don't know if it's fully hit me yet. I'm in a little bit of shock, honestly. It's just going to be so weird seeing him in another another sweater. But once again, thank you, Crow, for everything you did for the Blackhawks as your 10 years as the starter here. It was an unbelievable ride in I will forever think of you as the most underrated part of those two Stanley Cup teams and my starting goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks. All right, coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about all the latest news regarding the Blackhawks pending restricted free agents. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Go, the protein and energy gel your body needs on the go. Built Go comes in a squeezable plastic container, which makes it super easy to eat on the go before a workout, for your breakfast before a long day at work, and also just as a tasty snack around the house. Everyone has that wall they need to break through every day to get their body going. And Built Go is the perfect protein and energy source to get you ready for whatever your day is going to throw at you. Right now, Built Go is offering 30% off, the largest discount they have ever offered, but only to locked-on listeners. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now, click on the Built Go section at the top, and use our promo code LOCKED, in all caps, to get 30% off your first order. Just an unbelievable deal. Bilko has three flavors, mint chocolate, chocolate coconut, and peanut butter honey. They actually sent me a promotional package the other week, so I got to try all three flavors. They're all really delicious. I personally love the peanut butter honey. I'm definitely going to be ordering another box, and when I do, I'm going to make sure to use the promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 30% off my next Bilko order. I also need to talk to you all about DoorDash, the best place to order the food you love online or through the DoorDash app. DoorDash has all your favorite eats near you for order delivery and for pickup with real-time order updates, contact-free delivery, and loads of restaurant reviews from other users. Right now, you can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL in all caps. Once again, DoorDash is the best place to order your favorite food online for order delivery or for pickup. And if you use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps, you can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app today. Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at Jack Bushman 2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about the Blackhawks committing to the youth movement by announcing Corey Crawford will not be back for next season. We also heard Stan Bowman confirm in his press conference yesterday that the Hawks did not tender a qualifying offer to forward Drake Kajula. So I wanted to be sure to mention all the latest news regarding the Blackhawks RFAs before the free agency window opens in just a couple of hours. So yes, Drake Kajula was not given a qualifying offer from the Blackhawks, and this doesn't 100% mean that he'll not be resigning with them, but he now has the rights to talk to any team he wants to, and with Stan making it sound like we're heading into a rebuild, I wouldn't expect Kajula to resign with the Hawks in free agency. So Kajula, it looks like he'll also be gone next season, and that's a tough loss. He was a good scrappy player in the middle six for the Blackhawks, played with the top line at times, really could play all over the place. And he had some goal-scoring upside to him. I really liked how he played the game, his physical style and determination. And he was playing really well for the Hawks at the end of the postseason. And I, I, I believe we need more players like Drake in the lineup, but just because of the situation the team is in, both financially and where they're trying to go, it just doesn't seem like they want Kajula taking up a roster spot over a young guy potentially. So... Kajula's gone, Crawford's gone, and also Slater Cuckoo is gone. The Blackhawks announced a couple of days ago that they did not tender a qualifying offer to Cuckoo as well, so after a really, really impressive postseason on the third defensive pairing with Ole Mata, that was arguably the team's top defensive pairing in the playoffs and also towards the end of the regular season, and now Neither of them will be back for 2020-2021. That certainly is an interesting choice by the Blackhawks. But as I said earlier, with Mitchell, Kalanuk, Carlson, Bodan, Gilbert, and a couple of other guys all going to be fighting for playing time in, in training camp and, and throughout the regular season too, there honestly might not have been room. So Cuckoo's going to hit the market this afternoon as well. That one was a bit of a surprise to me. He was really good at... And, both both ends of the uh, of the ice, offensively and defensively, for the Blackhawks in the playoffs, chipping in on offense a couple of times. Former first round pick was looking like he was starting to get comfortable on that third pairing with the Blackhawks, and unfortunately, he won't be back next season. I, I talked earlier also about how the Hawks, even though they didn't, even though they didn't give him a qualifying offer, they're expected to bring back Malcolm Subban. Well, a moment ago, Bob McKenzie actually tweeted out that. The Blackhawks are expected to sign Subban to a two-year deal worth around 900,000 per season to compete for the starting goaltender spot with Kevin Lankanen and Colin Delia, and I I personally don't like this move. I know we want to go with the young guys, and we don't want to be spending a lot of money, but Subban has done nothing impressive to earn himself a spot. He's looked he's looked really bad in his NHL career. He did not look good with Vegas. Nothing like a first-round pick, that's for sure. He's arguably not even a backup at the NHL level, and I honestly like both Delia and Lankanen better at this point, so I don't agree with this decision, but... It is what it is. Sounds like it's already a done deal. Um, moving on now to the big name RFAs for the Blackhawks Dominic Kubalik and Dylan Strom. The latest news is that Kubelik is rumored to be closing in on a three year contract extension with the Blackhawks worth around. 3.75 to 3.9 million dollars per year. So just short sh- uh just shy of 4 million. That's about right around what I expected for Kubalik. So sounds like a really solid value deal to me. Kubalik flashed his goal scoring ability last season, 30 goals as a rookie. And I honestly think he's just starting to scratch the surface of what he can do in the NHL because of his shot. I, I really really would like to see the Hawks go to him as the focal point on the power play at the right circle because of his one-timer. I think he can be a consistent 30-goal scorer in the league with how he plays, so I do like that value for Kubalik. even though it's it's three years that will lead him right into being an unrestricted free agent, but hey, that's a problem <laughs> three years down the road from now, so I like this deal, locking in Kubalik for the next three years, and then Dylan Strom, he's also been uh, uh, given a qualifying offer from the Blackhawks, but he, unlike Kubelik, he doesn't have arbitration rights, so... Stan in the front office can can kinda of play hardball with Stroman. and it sounds like that's that's the route they're going. He's rumored to have been given a deal somewhere just below the three million dollar mark. And and wow, I, I thought Strome would be right there with Kubalik at least around three point five million, but to hear he's getting under three mil, that, that surprised me a little bit, but but hey, he did take a significant step back this past season, whether it was his fault or not, and, and he does have a lot to prove next year, so I think this deal will work out in the Blackhawks' favor, locking in their third-line center, Dylan Strome, for right around $3 million. Alright, I think that covers all the latest news on what the Hawks are expected to do with their restricted uh, restricted free agents before today's free agent window opens up. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to continue to talk about the rebuild in Chicago, and also some other moves we could see from around the league on one of the best days of the year. But first, I need to talk to you all about Roman. Roman handles everything from treatment to delivery of brand name ED medication. Genuine, doctor prescribed medication from U.S. licensed physicians. Go to GetRoman.com slash nhl and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Roman can be prescribed online and delivered right to your front door. So be sure to go to GetRoman.com slash nhl today. And if you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment from U.S. licensed physicians. Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email which is Blackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their latest draft picks or today's free agency period. Okay, we just finished discussing the latest news about what the Blackhawks are expected to do with their restricted free agents this afternoon. I also wanted to quickly mention that the NHL buyout window closed yesterday, and the Hawks were not able to buy out forward Zach Smith's contract because he's on long-term injured reserve because of a back injury. You can't buy out an injured player in the NHL. And some reports said that had Smith not been on LTIR, the Blackhawks would have bought out his contract, and that certainly would have made sense with the direction the team is trying to head in. They certainly don't want to be paying a fourth liner like Smith over $3 million for next season, but now it looks like the Hawks will be stuck with him for one more year. If he's healthy enough to go for next season, it's a tough spot to be in because Smith's a good player, but I know... The team would would probably rather get young guys like Matthew Highmore or Brandon Hagel a look over Smith, who obviously, Smith obviously does not have a future here, so I wonder if Colleton's going to be scratching Smith a bunch next season, or if he's going to be regularly in the lineup, if he's healthy enough to go. But if he is, with Andrew Shaw also expected to be back next season, the Hawks forward group could could be a little bit crowded. Don't forget they added Pia Suter this offseason as well. Brandon Peary also could be pushing for a spot, not to mention Philip Kirichev and Mackenzie Entwistle. So this brings me back to the Hawks potentially shopping a forward like Brandon Saad to make some more room in the lineup for next season it would only make sense both with what the Hawks are trying to do and also with his contract situation so Sod could be on the move for the Blackhawks any day now maybe even today during free agency and because of this jam the Hawks appear to have a little bit Don't don't expect them to go out and make any big moves during the free agency period this afternoon. I don't think they want to crowd this thing up any more than it is at the moment. And even though they'll have plenty of cap space, I just don't see them being big buyers for a forward this afternoon. David Pagoda, a pretty solid Twitter source, he said that the Blackhawks could take a look at the UFA market for goaltenders today. He said they'll dip their toe in the market, to be precise, but it doesn't sound like they will have any major interest in in goaltenders after already agreeing to bring back Malcolm Subban this afternoon. Breaking news here, Blackhawks fans, I got well recording this segment Free agency has just opened and the Blackhawks announced two deals right off the bat. The first, Malcolm Subban, has signed a two-year contract extension worth $850,000. So as I said, right around 900000 earlier in the episode. That is officially set in stone. Whether I like it or not, Malcolm Subban will be back for two years. And also, the Dominic Kubelik deal is done. He signed a two-year deal with the Blackhawks worth $3.7 million per year. So that's a very good value deal for a guy that just scored... 30 goals as a rookie, Blackhawks quick on the scene to make two moves, and I wonder how long it'll be before Dylan Strom's contract extension is announced. Should be coming up here shortly in the afternoon, and I'll be sure to have it all on Twitter to bring you the latest news. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, October 9th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play at the Locked On NHL Podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter on my personal account at JackBushman2 or my Blackhawks account at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode will be Mailbag Monday, where I answer a question from a couple of listeners right here on the podcast. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or you can always email lockedonblackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone enjoy your weekend responsibly and thanks again for listening to the Locked Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked Podcast Network, your team every day.